0: another episode of Actors with Issues. I am your host, Juaniala, and this week we have a very special guest, television actor Chris Brennan. He talks with us about some of the misconceptions that both viewers and actors have about the entertainment industry and his experience playing the deputy medical examiner in the new Stars series, Hightown. Now before we dive in, I just wanted to wish everybody a safe weekend, wherever you may be, whether you're back at work, at home with your loved ones, or out on the streets protesting alongside the Black Lives Matter movement. Your voice matters more than ever, and your support matters more than ever. If you can't get your boots on the ground, consider donating to a charitable cause that supports the movement. Every dollar helps make a difference. Be safe, stay healthy, and God bless you all. Now, with all of that said, please enjoy this conversation with Chris Brennan. Chris, thanks so much for joining me, man. Uh, Happy to have you on.
1: Thanks, man. Happy to be here.
0: Um, So, you know, it's obviously no secret that the uh, entertainment industry is at a grinding halt and has been for a couple of months. Um, So how are you adjusting to um, that very unprecedented change?
1: Um, It's definitely, definitely an adjustment. And I don't know, there there are times where you kind of, it feels like there's an itch that you can't really scratch, you know, Mm. it's... Um, so TV and films obviously come to a halt, but um, I'm grateful, at least if you, you've noticed maybe that on commercials, when you watch commercials, a lot of actors are at home. So mm-hmm. at least in the commercial world, there are still some opportunities, so I'm grateful for that. I do have commercial reps that still get me auditions, um, so I still am, quote unquote, working or mm-hmm. there, there's still something happening, so it doesn't feel as, as stagnant, but... Yeah. It, you can you can still tell that it's it's definitely different, but you know, trying to trying to trying to adapt.
0: Yeah, it's it's way slower for sure. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, um, one of my uh, earlier guests, um, Manny. She also does a lot of voiceover work and some animation voiceover and stuff. And she was saying that you know, she's very grateful that that side of the industry is still active because it's always been remote. Um, thankfully, as long as you have your own setup and stuff like that yes yeah no for sure um, so w- what would you say so I usually like to there's a few questions that I like to ask um, all my guests and one of them uh, the main one I guess is uh, as a podcast is called Actors with Issues uh, what is your issue with the industry right now like what's like if there's a glaring issue that stands out to you that, that you hope is gonna get fixed soon or that you see is getting fixed already
1: Uh, obviously, other than the obvious one with, Mm -hmm. you know, quarantine, uh, bringing everything to a halt. Um, let me see. I guess my, I I don't know if I would have one, like, like, specific particular issue now. However, looking back, like, in retrospect, up until this point, or getting to this point, it's, um... It's it's the catch twenty twos mm-hmm. in a way. Um and I'll I'll elaborate on that. It's uh when you tell someone you're an actor, right? Uh, let's see if you can I'm sure you can relate. The first question, mm. what have you been in? It's like, well, you know, it's not really there's there's more there's mm. more to it than that. It's it, it's a journey it's a journey, not to sound, you know, <laughs> but everyone's path is is yeah. is different and and it's like, well, you know, I, auditioning is, is, the main, is the main thing. But even to get, you know, that audition, you have to have reps. How do you have reps? Well, you have to have footage. Yeah. So like, how do you get footage? So my, issue, my I guess the issue uh, overall would be that. But then again, it's um, how do you mm-hmm. overcome that? How do you overcome that? Because, you know, you've gotten to where you are. I've gotten to where I am. So we've kind of navigated mm-hmm. through it. So I don't know if it, I don't know. Is that, is that,
0: uh, that's actually um,
1: um, almost exactly
0: not almost exactly, but it's similar to what my very first guest, um, Alec Tincher um, said that the complexity of the industry and just getting your foot in the door. But it's so funny because it's not exclusive to our industry. It's so many other places where you go apply for a job and they're only hiring people with two years experience. And you're like, well, how do I get experience if no one is hiring unexperienced people? So it's just this horrible cycle. um, And thankfully with acting, you can create your own experience. You can't really do that in any other industry. You know, you, with acting, at least you can write your own short film, have uh, someone, you know, a director friend with a camera, um, you know, film it for you. So you at least have something for your reel to send off to a rep or a clip to send to casting or something like that. But with other industries, it's not as convenient. You can't fake medical experience. Um, You can put it on your resume, but you always need references for things like that. Um, With with (laughs) actors, it's it's not often that they ask for references. I feel like that's not really a thing. Your reference is your materials and your bookings and your resume and all that stuff. 100%. Um, So what would you say is the biggest misconception in this industry? Because there are so many not only from people who are uh, completely outside the industry and are just consumers of it, but for young budding actors, they think the biggest one I see a lot online, especially um, on some pretty big Facebook groups and some of those like um, advice channels. uh, The biggest one is, do I have to move to New York to be an actor?
1: No. (laughs) Oh, right. That, that's great. Yeah. No, thank you for saying that. Cause I'm thinking, I'm like, mm, what's a good, yeah, right. You don't need to, you don't need to be in New York or LA, especially now in this day and age one and during this climate with, mm-hmm. with, with, quarantine, you know, because even before this, there were, you know, self tapes were, was something that was, I think becoming the new normal, mm-hmm. right. Or at least more, it was happening more, it was happening yeah. more frequent, more frequently, um, So I think that's, yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. I'm trying to think of another one that, you know, but that's actually one that, that, that really stands out. Um, Especially when, uh, you know, I have some, because
0: I also um, am uh, a writer for a um, entertainment sort of review site. um, And I cover like multicultural and his Spanish language um, TV and stuff a lot of those people are Mm -hmm. on the journalism side of entertainment and their concept of what an acting career is like is completely different. Um, And, you know, some of them will be like, Oh, you're going to LA for pilot season this year. It's like, well, New York has their own pilot season. Why would I leave New York to go to LA? And also like there is no sense in going anywhere for pilot season if you don't have a rep, because you're going to just, there's no open calls for pilot season there's no self submits on like actors access or anything like that. So it's certain moves like that. People think they like have to move somewhere to get something done. It's like, well, if you have no uh, acting experience or acting training or even a headshot, there's a big checklist of things you have to do before you move to either of the filming capitals of the country. Um, Well, I feel like now there's like four or five of them. It's like Atlanta is blown up. Uh, and right. Chicago, yeah, as well. Chicago, and, you know, yep. a couple other, a couple of, like Vancouver is very big with the CW. I feel like everything CW films up there. Yes. Um, so you were thinking before of it, of another uh, misconception. If you
1: have another one, um, let me see. <laughs> the ones you're saying are like two. They're they they're too like on 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 point. I'm trying to think of anything that's. Hmm. Well. I guess a misconception that is kind of similar to what you're talking about, but kind of a Mm -hmm. little different is when you tell someone, you know, what you do, you know, as an actor, I think personally, at least in my experience, misconception is that when you tell people that or what you do, a lot of people or most people think that it's like a lot of glamor, like a lot of, Oh, you Mm. do that. And it's like, yeah, I I do that. But, um, it's like wow, that's that's really cool. I'm like, yeah, but I think the, getting to the point, the misconception is that it's not just you know it's great when you when you book something, but you're gonna hear a lot more no's mm-hmm. and there's gonna be a lot more rejection than 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 there are those those wins. So I think the misconception is that it's it's this facade of. Like oh success mm-hmm. oh you're an actor ooh you know people associate that I think oh right ooh, yeah Denzel ooh, yeah. ooh you know like it's not well it's it's a lot more grinding and a lot more you know I don't even believe <laughs> that but you know what I mean I think that <laughs> I think that is um I think that's a misconception they automatically not everyone of course but some automatically um, think that you know they they associate maybe I guess to get to directly to it they associate actor with like a, with celebrity they associate the two when it's not necessarily you know the same they don't you know they can go in. they go they can go hand in hand but you know it's not always the case it's more it's more the work and it's more striving to achieve things not to get, not no. to get all deep but i think does that, does that make no, sense it does, it
0: does. <laughs> um yeah that's something that so and again it's it's more that's more on the Um, I totally agree that it's on like the consumer side that all they think of actors is like, Oh my God, Brad Pitt and the Oscars and all this, like the glamorous stuff, the one night a year stuff. And it's like, well, think of all the movies and all the shows that are made that don't get nominated for all those awards. Those people are still working. Um, They're still building a career for themselves. Their lives have likely changed because of that one booking. That's like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. do we think that, you know 22 years ago Mariska Hargitay was like oh my god this show is gonna be huge like no one anticipated it was gonna be the legacy that it is or that it's become yep um and that's for any show um especially actors who have been through heartbreak before like um damn I can't remember his name he's the lead doctor on New Amsterdam
1: oh oh uh yes ryan Ryan engold
0: right yeah so he uh to me is one of those like prime examples of actors who have had to go through the heartbreak i'm not sure what he did before the blacklist but he was a very popular character on the blacklist and then he got his own spinoff uh the blacklist redemption which only lasted one season um and then new amsterdam a couple years later which became a hit because it got renewed for like three seasons uh, which is crazy to me because that like doesn't happen but there are so many networks this past year who are like we're going to renew you guys for multiple seasons Um, but it's like you know he you know you're like a recurring or a series because right? he was like the, the husband of one of the main characters on the blacklist of like the main girl Um, so sort of a supporting character and then a spin-off and you think oh my god this is it and it gets cancelled and then you get this new show and you're like let me not get my hopes up because we've been heartbroken before. Uh, and you can, right. you know, you can, you and your team and, and everyone involved can, can put like your heart and soul into this project and think it's going to be the next big thing. But sometimes like the stars just don't align. Um, yeah. And I think that's something that so many people don't realize, even actors, like not everything is going to be your big break. Yep. Um. So just to, I digress, you know, <laughs> Right, right, we can
1: go on we- I mean this could be the whole right, this could be the whole yeah,
0: fashion. I could yeah, talk for hours yeah. about about the industry, and people will listen because it 's a bunch of actors who want to talk about the same thing or who'll be shouting <laughs> their opinions, oh my God, me too, um, <laughs> oh man, but so um true, so your most recent um booking was um the stars series, High Town, which just had its premiere um and what was your experience working on that show um
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> That, I am mean, no. I mean, that was, uh, I don't know what else to say other than amazing. It was my, it's, it's my first network TV credit. Yeah. So it was, um, it was a dream, you know, it was a dream. Like, you know, it's, I don't want to sound too, you know, she, but it's, uh, <laughs> at like, you know, kind of like we were talking about before, you know, after audition, after audition, after audition, it's like, you know, they get a call. It's like, Oh, you're the network approved choice. I'm like, what? It's like, it's almost like, I don't know. It, it was, um, at the at the beginning, it was a very pinch me moment, and then I had to get over that, which I think you may and you, I think you may have heard of this term before. Um, kind of, it's called um, like imposter syndrome, yep. like you don't deserve it. <laughs> yep. Uh And I'm like, no, no, I I busted I busted my butt, mm-hmm. and it, it paid off. So yeah, no, the experience is great. Um, it was it's crazy because it's so long ago now. The the entire process it. That we're in what? We're in May now? And obviously days are getting blended blended together because yeah. of quarantine. We're in yeah. May. Uh May of twenty twenty. I auditioned for it last March. So Wow, really? Yeah, almost a year and a half ago. Yeah. Jeez. Last March. It was it was mid March. Um I was I you wanna hear the whole story or no, like, yeah, absolutely
0: Do Hell yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was doing I was doing one of my one of my day jobs, one of my gigs. Yeah. Um i I'd worked um doing like deliveries for Amazon. Okay and yeah i was i was delivering something to someone's house and i got an email from uh from my rep for an appointment for this thing And said you know appointment for chris brennan for high town i'm like okay great and um it was it said you know it was for the role of deputy coroner a young man in one of his first murders i'm like okay great awesome and it was for the next day so i'm like cool and you know i went home studied the sides went in the next day and it was for um, uh, the office was was bowling misha casting mm-hmm. shout out they're they're great yep. there they they've called me in for, for Gotham and Blue Bloods before so they so they're they were familiar with my with my work. Um, I auditioned. I got the 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 email on Thursday for the appointment on Friday. So I went on Friday. I auditioned, went well, and as you know, as well as any audition goes, you just let that you let it go as you you know leave the room. Mm-hmm. It, I felt fine, and then the next day saturday i got another an email for an appointment for um the same show but episode two for another role so i'm like that's you know that's a good sign they just Mm -hmm. want to see you read for maybe something else i'm like great i'm like so i go on monday for that audition and when i that you know that one also felt great when i when i left i was walking remember never forget i was walking downtown Manhattan. And I got a call from my agent and she's like, Did you, you know, audition for the show? And I'm like, Yeah. And she's like, yo, you're the network approved choice. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I'm like, that's you know, that's, that's that's incredible. So that whole thing, yeah, that happened in mid-March of last year. Then they asked me, you know, to hold outside dates um, for in April, April, May, and into June. I got the official offer around the end of March. Mm-hmm had the fitting around this very time last year last May traveled up to film on location which was awesome uh, in Provincetown in Massachusetts Oh you guys actually filmed out there okay I thought they yeah you know, yeah. You know so, TV you never know they fake it <laughs> Yeah no no you know you're you're right no they they filmed a lot so what happened was they they they've been filming. they were filming from April or maybe like end of March um through July they filmed everything that they could pull off here in New York like on long out in Long Island Yeah you know what I mean, and then everything that they couldn't replicate, you know, like the streets and whatnot. Excuse me. They had, uh, they had shot up in up in Cape Cod, mm. so I did that for about a week last last June, and then premiered uh, this past Sunday. The whole thing was 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 incredible from start to finish. And it's it's funny how how different it, it
0: is from uh, network to network. Because, you know, the normal episodics like um, Blue Bloods or Law & Order SVU, you know, they start filming because they have a traditional airing schedule. Like, you know, they go in the fall, the winter, or like the holiday break, and then they start back up and go through to like mid-spring. Um, that's like the traditional thing. So you're usually maybe like six weeks behind, like when episode one airs, episode four is being filmed. But with the premium, like stars HBO, in um, those other premium networks it's it's sort of like with netflix they kind of like film the entire season and then it slowly yes. goes up like one by one um and you said this was your first um network uh booking correct correct um and you've also done a lot of commercials yes commercial um what's what's been i love working commercials i'm i honestly
1: <laughs> i did more <laughs> i did
0: more work in commercials as a non-union unrepresented after than now <laughs> Yep, yep. Well, right I, now, very I've few people are working, that. but, you know, uh, it's just funny how that works sometimes. Uh, but mm-hmm. what's been your favorite uh, commercial
1: experience? Um, that I've worked on or that I've auditioned for? Um, both. <laughs> Ooh, um oh, that's rough. I guess it was. Okay. So last February, uh, I, I booked this commercial. It was for Banfield Pet Hospital. And that was that was fun, just because you know, dogs, cats, <laughs> like working with that. That was great, the whole thing, and um, I mean, that was fun, you know, the, the, just the whole, just as a whole. But I, I like, I like the the improv aspect of commercials, like bringing your a little bit of yourself mm-hmm. to everything, which I think is a big thing in commercials, as opposed to TV and film. Like what's on the script is is there. Um, but let me see what like my good or my favorite audition experience.
0: Uh, hmm. and it, it's just funny okay. to, to have to pick an audition because we audition I, I was just we, thinking that yeah. I was just
1: thinking that We audition
0: like, way sound- more easily <laughs> ten times more than than what we end up booking. That's the job. <laughs> yeah yep. I, I love that saying like, I hope that's like, sound weird. uh what is it? I love the saying that's uh, auditioning is is the job. booking is the vacation 100 percent. 110 percent
1: it's so true <laughs> it's so true right it's like you as an actor you go to an audition to act like you're there if you book it that's great but and I, you know you know what i mean it's like yeah. you can't yeah so no i agree but I, yeah i'm trying to think um mm, i don't know man it's, it's not like i'm thinking like i go out a hundred times you know what i mean it's like right no. i'm trying to just think of well i'm thinking of something that stands out hmm Uh, this is rush. <laughs> I'm like I'm going through like the months. Uh, okay, well, there was this one um, last fall. Okay, yeah, it was for Best Buy. Okay, it was a, a commercial, uh, an audition for Best Buy. Um, spoiler alert: I did not book it. <laughs> but the whole process was so cool because, I mean, I auditioned for it, and then two weeks later. I gotten the call back for it and you know 2 weeks go by you don't hear anything you're like well I guess you know nothing's going to happen mm. but then just to get the call back was a nice surprise and I person I I still I see that stuff as a win and I'm sure you would agree even just being called in initially is a win because you're already on on these casting directors radar so yeah I mean that was that was a fun, that was a fun commercial audition it was uh for Best Buy's holiday campaign mm-hmm. so we were like in the room it was like a i was auditioning to be the best buy employee obviously this quirky kind of cheery guy techie guy and we were like on a sled and i was at the back of the sled in front of me was the the father of the family then the mother then the two kids and the whole joke of the commercial was um you know, the father's thinking about what to get. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think about what to get his family for Christmas. They all love tech, but mm-hmm. not the same. Oh, man. I'll, I remember the script, like, word for word. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what, what, what should I get my family? I love, they, they all love tech, but not the same tech. And the joke is, when you see it on screen, the guy, they, you know, it reveals the Best Buy employee on the on the sled uh, with them. Like, hey, you know, Best Buy can help. And then it kind of just went from there, like, improv and it. And was, it was super fun, yeah. super fun.
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Is there anything that you wish you that you know now that you wish you knew when you were like fresh out of college or out of acting school? <sighs>
1: um, It's not a race. Mm. It's not a race. Yeah, that's it's. Faster is not always better. You just have to tr- believe in yourself and trust in yourself and your abilities and try not to compare. I mean, you see other people in that same, I don't want to say age range, but maybe in the same, uh, the same circle, mm-hmm. right? And you see other people doing these things and you think it's like, oh man, I wish I was there. Oh man. I wish, you know, I'm at that, I was at that level already, but it's, it doesn't work like that because they could be at that level right now. And then you could be at a level above them tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that, I think that looking back, I just don't go so fast. Like it's not, it's if you, if you're going to rush, you're not going to just like with anything, it's not going to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect, but at least you take your time and you focus on the work. And do your best instead of thinking that it's going to be a get quick. What is it? Get rich quick? Get quick. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I get rich quick. Yes. Um, Yeah, it's not. It's not a race. I think that. Yeah.
0: It's just and it's such an old adage. The whole slow and steady wins the race, you know, just because um, so many times you it's funny because um, there I don't know if you're in the talent managers for actors group on facebook yes you are so yes. mm-hmm. um i've been watching a lot of wendy's videos um because there's a lot that she says that is spot on um for how new actors can build up their career and what they need before they even consider looking up agents or managers because they can't do anything for you if you don't have anything to show them mm-hmm. um and something that she had said was how important and it, no one is going to disagree, but that training should always be the first thing you do. Um, and my whole thing is, you know, you have to be good at what you do and do it well if you want to succeed. Um, right. So uh, how crucial for you personally, um, or wh- where is it exactly that, that you trained? or Did you get your degree in theater or did you go to um, an acting school after college?
1: So I went to an acting conservatory after, after school. Gotcha. I went to the, the, the Ted Barty acting studio. And they taught the Meisner technique there in Manhattan. And I found that to be very, very important. Mm. I think um, that there, there, you should have a foundation to build upon. Of course. Just because it makes it, I not want to say it makes it more real because, you know, at the end of the day, acting, you know, you, oh, yeah. So, yeah, there's a saying in Meisner, um, which you may, may have heard, is that acting is behaving truthfully under an imaginary circumstance. Mm. And it's like that's it's very true. It's not you're not just you're not just saying words and you're not just you're not just pretending because then you just be well no that that's lying, you know. So I I do think that I agree that training does play a very, very important role.
0: Absolutely agreed. Um it's and it's um and there's also you know the saying of your an actor never stops learning. Um, and, uh, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast or watched on Netflix, um, off camera with Sam Jones.
1: Uh, I think I've heard of it. I'm, yeah, I'm, it's like I'm this black and
0: white, uh, interview show. Um, there's a ton of like clips from it on YouTube and, um, he was interviewing, he's, I feel like he's interviewed like everybody at this point. He's been doing it for so long. <laughs> um, but he was interviewing Constance Wu, um, from crazy rich Asians and she was in hustlers and, um, was a regular on Fresh Off the Boat, um, and she was saying that she still goes to to acting class um, during the off season or on the weekends in between filming because yes. the the role and especially in you know it the one person I always think of again is Mariska Hargitay from SVU. It's like she's been playing the same character for over twenty years. It's like exactly. second nature. It's like you're not even acting exactly. anymore. So Constance was saying that she feels like she has to get back in class to be able to act again because that's when she gets to do something different or make a new discovery or explore. Um, and for you, what's been like, uh, you know, regardless of its meat of like whatever medium it was, but what's been the most like impactful role and like, what did you learn from it?
1: Hmm. To say there was there was a show I did when I when I was in school it was called the runner the runner stumbles hmm. and that was probably the most impactful um It was a play, and it went, it went like in and out of. I'm trying, I'm trying to, trying to, um, say the premise without giving it away. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know how to explain it.
0: You said in and out. Is it sort of like, um, kind of like Shakespeare? It's like asides to the audience. Is it like in and out like that, or differently?
1: In and out of time, like different oh, okay. periods of time, where it goes. Um, it's about this priest who is on trial for murdering an, an or supposedly murdering a uh, a nun. Mm-hmm. So it goes in and out between their relationship when 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 they meet and in the trial in in the courtroom. So it goes, you know, forward in time and then backwards in time, and what I learned from that is that it's just, is, just discipline because it's not easy to do that, obviously, but, um, just, just to let go and to not, to not try to try too much because when you're on stage, it'll, or at least, you know, compared to TV and film, things will just come to you and you'll discover something new every night. Or every performance mm. not necessarily every night but um
0: yeah for me that's, that's that's the beauty of theater is that every every performance that you do is you discover like there are no performances are like you get to change it you get to take what you've learned in real life um between performances and apply it to the character if it's relevant or something you knew you may have learned um and it's not like TV and film, where it's like you know the the final cut is that's it. That's what's out there, and and there's nothing you can do about it. But the theater, it's like well, you can improve on <laughs> <Yeah>. it.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yep. So true. So true. I agree with that 100.
0: Um. So just as we come toward the end of our time, um, I always like to sort of end with a rapid fire, uh, question round. Sure. Um. So Shoot. okay, let's pull up my list. Uh, what role did you have the most fun playing?
1: Uh, I. In high school it was the um Some Like It Hot the stage version of it was Sugar the musical mm. and I played the role of Joe Josephine and Junior Shell if you've seen the movie you'll you'll get why <laughs> <laughs> Uh what's your dream filming location? Oh, dream filming location. Uh Maybe somewhere in
0: Europe. Mm. Uh what type of character do you never want to play again? <laughs>
1: Um, never want to play again. Mm, I don't know. I just there haven't there haven't been any that I that I've disliked. Okay, sorry.
0: No, it's okay. That's fine. That's th- I mean that's a good thing. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the role
1: that got away? The role that got away. Mm. <laughs> mm. Meaning that I auditioned for it, or I didn't have the the chance to audition for it. Um, that you auditioned and didn't get. Uh last year was it a year and a half ago? I was just for Hamilton that was no uh, that's that was awesome pretty movie. yeah yeah, it was pretty exciting. It was pretty exciting but um it could come back up, but that's gotta be the one
0: yeah uh your uh biggest acting book recommendation
1: um, hmm. there's a couple there's one uh i think the the uh the sanford meisner book i'm not sure the name of it but it's just the official meisner um learning book you see his sanford meisner space on the cover Mm -hmm. you know it's funny i literally just got a shipment of books today
0: um oh yeah because i'm starting some online stella adler classes um yeah because that's a thing now everyone's doing online classes even stella adler um that's right
1: yeah i remember you mentioned uh last week
0: yeah uh, yeah so um so I ordered uh, her book, Meisner's book, William Esper's book on Meisner. In um, one that I've heard from a thousand people to get is, in which I also got was Jenna Fisher from The Office. Her sort of memoir book, ah, uh, yes, um, is very good because it's sort of her coming up as a young actress. Because Office was her big break. She had been in LA for several years, and you know, but it's one of those books. It's like every young actor should read that, especially if there's someone that like hasn't gotten their break yet, because it's like. All the advice she has that she wish she knew back then and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Who is your current talent crush?
1: Um, current talent crush. <laughs> um, let me see. I'm trying to think. Why is it so hard? And <laughs> why why are these always so hard? These rapid fire thing. I'm like, there's so many obvious. Um, I'm gonna say. Greta Gerwig.
0: Good choice. Yeah. Um, what TV show do you want to join the cast of?
1: Ooh. Um Hightown, just kidding. Um <laughs> <laughs> What let's see what uh that's currently that's currently on air? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh well. It's you know it's still on air. It's too late to join the cat. I mean, Supernatural is a great show mm. that's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, have, I would have loved to have been on that. I've been watching that for what, fifteen years. 15 yeah, seasons. that show's it's been incredible. on so freaking long. Um, my gosh. Uh, but if not, if not that since that's coming to an end. Um, Stranger Things. Mm. Good choice. Stranger yeah. Things. Um, theater or musical theater dream role. Uh that would circle back to the role that got away would be Hamilton. Gotcha. Uh,
0: what director do you want to work with for an Oscar bait drama?
1: My talent crush, obviously. <laughs> Greta Gerwig. Uh, no, Greta Ger- uh, Gerwig, uh, Noah bomback um, uh, I'm sorry. Can I get, can I get more than one? <laughs> no. <laughs> Let, yeah. yeah. Give, uh, no. So Christopher Nolan, um, uh Yeah, I'll stick with those. I mean, there's plenty plenty more, but mm.
0: um someone that you would want to portray in their biopic.
1: Ooh. Now this mm.
0: Remember de-aging uh, technology exists.
1: This is true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Inc, the uh, irishman you know we never thought <laughs> we'd see De Niro oh at 30 God. again right that was yo that 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 was incredible yeah it was pretty good um nikola tesla mm. good choice
0: yeah yeah um worst survival job that you've had
1: <laughs> so many right um I guess working—it wasn't that bad, but it was. I guess the first one as as a as a server. Yeah. at Applebee's. Yeah, depending know. where it is, can be pretty rough. Yeah. Uh,
0: which role did do you feel you absolutely nailed? Did I feel like I absolutely
1: nailed? Mm. um probably the most recent one the deputy me in episode one of uh high town
0: uh what is your favorite accent to do and can we hear it
1: <laughs> uh sure uh i like doing a boston accent boston and yeah boston accent it's funny because when i got the uh, the audition for for, for high town i was um in the, in the email it did, it did say please prepare a boston accent <laughs> so there uh <laughs> there you go <laughs> There's, it's so funny. The the biggest yeah. giveaway with
0: accents is the R. Yep. So instead of prepare, it's prepare. You know. Prepare. Prepare. Yeah. Exactly. The R prepare. is gone. Right. Uh, but what? What R? What are? What are, what are? <laughs> what are? <laughs> Uh. What existing movie franchise would you like to join?
1: Ooh. Um. Oh my gosh. What are. Marble. What? <laughs> Wait, I guess, I guess, what am I even thinking? Yeah. The, I guess the, the MCU. Yeah. Probably.
0: Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, I don't know if you're interested in directing at all, but what actor would you like to direct?
1: Yes. Yes. Love directing. I would love to direct Leo. I'd love to direct Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. Uh, who would you want to portray you in your biopic?
0: Ah. <sighs> uh...
1: Mark Ruffalo. I don't Actually. know, man. That just came to me. That just came to me. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo.
0: Yeah, again, de-aging.
1: It's there. We got it. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, three actors, alive or dead, do you want to share the screen with?
1: <clears throat> Jake and Hall. Um, Marlon Brando, rest in peace. And... And Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio. There's more, but those... Guess, of course. Three? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah.
0: And uh, last question, in 10 words or less, what advice would you give to a young actor? 10 words or less? Mm-hmm.
1: don't listen to anyone's opinion that you wouldn't count the words <laughs> <laughs> don't listen don't listen to anyone's opinion that you wouldn't don't listen to anyone's opinion that you wouldn't take advice from. Is that? I don't know if that's ten words, but I think that's we fine. hit
0: eleven words, but it's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining me today, Chris. Total delay.
1: Awesome man. Thank you, Juan. Thank you so much no for having me on. It was a pleasure.
0: That is it for today's episodes of Actors with Issues with special guest Chris Brennan. For all of your quirky actor needs, you can follow Chris at i am Chris Brennan on Instagram and follow us at Actors with Issues. Thank you once again to our sponsor, Anchor. For all of your podcasting needs, download the free Anchor app or visit anchor.fm. If you like today's episodes, please subscribe to the podcast and catch new episodes every Friday, everywhere that podcasts are available. And be so kind as to rate and leave a review wherever you are listening. Again, if you can't get yourself to a Black Lives Matter protest or rally this weekend, consider donating to a charitable cause that supports Black Lives Matter. Have a safe weekend, everyone. This is Juan Ayala, signing off.